Sandy Grace. Sandy Grace. I love that name, Sandy Grace. It sounds like a Southern Belle, but are you a Southern Belle, Sandy Grace? Inside or location wise? <laughs> I think every woman is a Southern Belle, really, but uh, I am actually uh, born and raised in Southern California. So I'm a beach girl, actually. Really? Oh my gosh. I finally made it to California two years ago and it is just breathtaking. Absolutely breathtaking. It is. Yeah. It's nice to be so close to the water growing up on the beach was an amazing, amazing time. So you are coming out with a podcast and it is, I love the title of your podcast. Do you mind sharing it? It's called, I speak to dead people. You speak by to Sandy them. Grace. Yes, indeed. So it's entitled "I Speak to Dead People" with your oh, host, with Sandy. Yes, Sandy Grace. That's, exactly That's incredible. Right. Okay, so obviously we have lots of questions. So you talk to dead people. So can you, first of all, can you explain when did you very first get this gift? Because it's a gift, right? It's not. Um, I mean, anyone has the ability, but I think the gift is allowing, I think the gift is, um, receiving it and going with it. Right. So unless you have a different opinion, by all means state it, but I'm curious, when did you start having this gift? How did that, how did you even know? Uh, I was born with it. I come from generations on both sides of my family. Uh, it goes back many, many, many generations. Um, I first realized it, actually, it first got pointed out to me, I should say, when I was around three years old. I had been speaking to someone, and it was almost like an imaginary friend. It was an older man that I had never seen him, but he was very kind and very nice and always hanging around the house. So I would talk to him, as three-year-olds do, and and, uh, I remember sitting at the dinner table with my parents, and uh, my parents asked me and now mind you my parents knew that this ran in both sides of the family because they had been around it their whole lives and uh my parents asked me who was my imaginary friend and it turns out they weren't so imaginary it was actually a relative of mine who had passed away long before I was ever born so I remember the forks being dropped onto the table uh, when they realized who it was I was describing. And I didn't think it was any big deal. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. It's just a nice older guy. Wow. So so now you're three years old. You're talking with this deceased relative. And obviously, like you said, I mean, this is runs in both sides of the family. So were you scared? Were you, Like you said, it was just a natural thing. But as you got older, did it? Did it scare you? Or is it something that you've continued with? Did you try to stop? Didn't scare me at all. My parents wanted me to stop. So they brought me into private school with nuns and priests who they thought would um, beat it out of me, to be perfectly honest. When I went to private school, nuns and priests were the real deal and they had no problems using yardsticks um, on you if you argued or said something that they didn't agree with. Um, it didn't beat it out of me. If anything, it made my resolve stronger. It's like somebody telling you, you don't have a 400,000 pound pink elephant in the middle of your living room when you're looking straight at it and you know damn well you do. So, um, that part, it never changed. If anything, it got stronger. 
the more that people told me it wasn't, the more I knew that it was because I was experiencing it. So, uh, and it wasn't mental illness and it wasn't any other problem. My sister was born with it. My own son was born with the same ability as well. I knew that within a minute of him being born and looking in his eyes. So it's a, it's a pretty amazing experience to have, uh, to say. That has its moments. That is so incredible. So could you, I mean, I, obviously I don't have this gift and a lot of people are probably curious. Could you explain what the experience is like? What is it like to talk to dead people? You know, it depends entirely on the person that's coming through. Um, and it doesn't just limit itself to persons. I've done animal communication as well. Uh, I've had people actually, I would been at people's houses and someone's brought their dog around and I was able to write down pages of notes when nobody was looking and then I would say so what about da, 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 da? and these people were strangers I'd never seen this dog before nobody's looking at me like how did you know that well it's because I knew because I was told so I know a lot of people are skeptical about this and it's okay to be skeptical I probably would be skeptical too especially if this is the first time I've been exposed to it. But I have to tell you, just because you don't see them doesn't mean they're not there. And the vast majority of people um, in America or worldwide, honestly, um, see signs or they feel things or they hear things or they dream things and they don't always know what it means and they're ashamed or embarrassed or they don't know who to say anything to about it um, because they don't want people to think that they've gone off the rails or they're a little wacky or something's wrong with them. And you know what, I'm here to tell you, there's nothing wrong with it at all. You know, just because, just because you don't physically see things, you know, everything is energy and everything vibrates at certain levels. And when people pass, they vibrate at a higher level than those of us that are still on the earth. So it doesn't mean that you're not going to feel them or if they try to reach out to you, in the beginning, especially if they don't know how to communicate in an easier way, um, your TV will go wacky, your phone will get static, your anything electronic, it's easier for them to mess with um, because it's easier for them to, to deal with electronics than it is to try to get a word across or to find somebody who can actually talk to you. It takes them a little while to figure that one out. So that's really interesting. I want to kind of bring it back over on this side of the world, right? So you, so that you, you started this when you were three, you, um, your family was like, okay, we're not going to do this. So they dropped you in a private school to essentially get it beaten out of you. Um, but then you've obviously continued with it, but you have a different career. You are, um, in tech, right? So you said you were a web designer. Is that right? I am a web developer. I have a web development company since 95 called the weblady.com. Okay, exactly. So a lot of times I I wanted to bring that contrast, right? Because I think a lot of people um, have this idea that when we talk about being able to talk to dead people, when we talk about being able to communicate in those types of ways, people just automatically assume that it's woo and that it's like, you know, you have to have all of these certain things. But you're a, you seem like a very practical person. You're incredibly intelligent and it's not woo, it's real life. And so I just wanted to bring that contrast in. And I'm curious, how has it affected your life? How has it um, affected your life, you know, since it started to now? 
And what has been some of the greatest experiences because you've been able to talk to dead people? Um, it's affected my life in lots of ways. I would say it's enriched my life in knowing that there is something that's beyond just here, knowing that it's not just some great big abyss after you pass, that it really does exist. Um, you know, going through Catholic school, they had kind of a different version of what I knew to be true. And it was okay to know that I had a different version and I'd been shown a different version. And, you know, everybody is entitled to believe whatever they want to believe. And it's certainly not for me to go ahead and tell anybody they're wrong, but I know what I have experienced and I know what I know to be true. And that's what I go with. Um, it's interesting to be practical. It's interesting to develop websites and project manage. I've had sites, everything from very small to very large. Um, I would say the fact that I'm very intuitive, I'm very sensitive, I'm an empath, um, actually has come in very handy dealing with clients because I'm able to feel what it is they're asking and try to give them what it is that they're asking for. And I can look at a site and go, yes, this is what they're going to like, or no, I think we need to change this just a little bit, or listen to them, try to explain what they want. And using the abilities that I do have, um, give them hopefully a little bit more of what they're able to verbalize and, and just give them what they're asking for, even though they don't know how. I love that. I love that you have, I mean, it's just a part of you, just like I mean, not to, I want to give it its due respect, but I mean, it's just a natural thing. It's just another, um, it's just a natural part of your life. It's just another thing that skill that you have another ability. And I think that's such a, a beautiful thing. Just like, you know, I can taste or I can see, or I can breathe, or I can, you know, all of our senses, or it's another skill. I, I happen to be an uh, American sign language interpreter. So that's another skill that I have. I'm able to communicate with those that are deaf here. This is just another skill, another gift that you have. You're able to communicate and talk with dead people. That's just, it's brilliant. So tell me a little bit about your podcast. What are you going to be talking about? What's going to be kind of the feel, what will, what are you going to tell us and in, in the listeners what to expect? Uh, you know, I will be talking, I believe, about alternative ways of how other people deal with the other side as well. We'll be talking about Tarot. We'll be talking about basically whatever it is that other people do. I'll tell you straight up, I don't own any crystals unless you want to consider a couple diamonds, but, you know, aside from that. Um, but I don't own any crystals in the house. So, you know, there's no woo that goes on at my house. This is just totally normal to me. Um, and I think I'll be taking it from, like, a normal standpoint of someone who's just a normal person that happens to have this ability as well. You know, it's, uh, it's not... It's not that it's not special and trust me, I try to honor it every opportunity I get. And when somebody asks me to deliver a message, I do everything I possibly can to make sure that message is delivered um, on the telephone line. I don't edit. I bring the message from the person who wants it delivered from the other side to the person on this side. And most of the time, I don't even know who the hell it is. It's just somehow they wind up putting that person in front of me or we're standing in line at the grocery store or we just somehow wind up in each other's orbit and 
then they get the message and then we move on to whatever the next thing is so to me again it's it's not unusual where a lot of people i know think it's a little unusual i think we'll be talking to other people maybe with the same experiences i'd love to go ahead and talk to people who have had experiences that they've been afraid to talk to other people that have had experiences before the the chance that they think that you know they'll be ostracized or they'll be made fun of or that there's something wrong with it there's something wrong with it at all it's totally normal i think everybody has seen something out of the corner of their eye for example people that own cats cats are the most psychic animal out there and i'm sure anybody who's a cat owner has seen their cat staring up in a corner or watching their eyes go back and forth and back and forth on the wall and you're thinking what is up with you well the reason is you know what cats seeing something that you're not and most little kids see this babies see this that's why i saw it at three i probably saw it before it i just don't recall before three um you see it until you're told you're not supposed to and i think that's what happens i think if we had as a society made it a little bit um, more commonplace and a little less woo and a little less weird for people to say hey i've had this experience or hey i had this dream or I had this feeling or I saw this, whatever, I think people would be more apt to come out and talk about it. It's, it's not that unusual, but I'm happy to, to dispel the myths and talk about the stories. And certainly, uh, hopefully we're able to um, keep it interesting and, and uh, help some people along the way. I'm so excited. It's like you're demystifying the, the mystic, the mystified. So that's incredible. I love your approach. So we are so excited. So everyone, please make sure to click subscribe, um, leave a comment and be on the lookout for Sandy Grace's new podcast. I, you want to say it? Do you want to say it, Sandy? I speak to dead people. Woo! All right. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here, Sandy Grace. And thank you so much. Absolutely. We will be talking to you soon. Absolutely.